Just like swimming, I say that it's not, it was never a job, it's a, it's your whole life because it's all encompassing. Farming is very similar in the fact that farming, you farm because you love the lifestyle. You grow because you love what you produce. This is The Producers. I'm Danny Vallant. You might know Gian Rooney as an Olympic swimmer. She won a gold medal for Australia in 2004 at the Athens Olympics as part of the 4x100 medley relay team. And you might have seen her on TV presenting everything from the weather to postcards. But did you know this one-time athlete is now also a macadamia farmer? Along with her children and fifth-generation farmer husband, Sam, Jian now lives on a farm in the Northern Rivers region of New South Wales. Okay, well, my name's Jian Rooney. Uh, I haven't been a farmer all that long, but I married a fifth-generation cattle farmer. My husband, Sam, uh, is very uh, au fait with all things farming, whereas this is a huge learning curve for me. We don't particularly have a name of our farm, uh, so to speak. Our branding, if you like, is Laruna, uh, which is our two last names combined. Sam's last name is Levitt. My last name is Rooney, so we are Laruna. And uh, we trade under that name, but we are a 170-acre macadamia farm with a few head of cattle in the northern rivers of New South Wales. This farm, we've been for, oh, we've been living here now for nearly three years, and it was a complete and utter non-planned surprise that we are here. So it's actually a really cool story in the fact that we were living on the Gold Coast and had no real sense of looking into the future of where we were going to be or what we were going to be doing. But we knew that we wanted a farm of some description, um, mainly as a holiday house and weekender, but it had to be a working farm. It had to be able to pay for itself. It was the only way that we could afford it. And we were looking for something to take advantage of not only Sam's knowledge and know-how, but uh, also his business. So we were looking within two hours scope of the Gold Coast and couldn't really find anything that suited us and suited our plans and suited our family. And then we stumbled across this little macadamia farm and immediately fell in love. So uh, purchased it at the end of 2020. Uh, we spent the whole summer holidays down here. The kids didn't want to go home after summer holidays. None of us wanted to go home. Every weekend we were down. No one wanted to go back to the Gold Coast on Sunday night. And then as the universe quite often does, it decided plans for us. The farm next door came up for sale and it was a proper farm. It was twice the size of ours. It came with the machinery shed that had de-husking equipment in it for the macadamias machinery and we prompted ourselves and thought, okay, are we doing this? Should we move full time? Should we make this our new life? Should we uh, sell up on the Gold Coast and move full time down here? And the answer from everyone was yes. So we already had found our little community down here. We knew where the kids were going to go to school. We knew quite a few parents from the school as well. And so we've been since June 2021 living on the farm full time and have not regretted it for a second. So it's very green. We get lots of rainfall, although it swings and roundabouts. So we had 4.7 metres of rain last year. We are only 25 minutes out of Lismore. So the flooding that occurred to our little region was um, 
immense and enormous and quite overwhelming and a tough little time for our community last year. And then we moved into uh, this year, which everyone is saying is going to be a very hot, dry summer. Uh, We know that our previous owners were heading into drought um, or had quite an issue with drought six years prior to us um, purchasing the farm. So we're very aware that we can go either way. But the landscape is gorgeous. We are hilly. We are green. Macadamia trees are beautiful, um, evergreen trees. And I feel really, really fortunate that I absolutely love the environment that I live in. So you buy a farm. Surely you've done a lot of research and learning about your major crop. But how much did Gian Rooney know about macadamias? I knew nothing. Sam knew about farming, obviously, and machinery and soil health and those kind of things. But in terms of not only growing trees and producing macadamia nuts, but how they're farmed, what is required to get them uh, to a, uh, a point of sale has been a huge learning curve for both of us. And so I had no idea until we bought the farm that macadamias are native to Australia. I had no idea how they were harvested. Did we need pickers? Did we need Uh, human power to come in and pick them. As it turns out, no, they are harvested with a machine that is almost like a uh, what you would see at a golf driving range in a way. Our little harvester has big sweeping arms that sweeps the nuts uh, off the floor, off the ground, into the harvester. And so they are ripe when they fall on the ground. They're incredibly resilient because a macadamia nut is a kernel covered in a shell and then covered in a husk. So when we pick up the macadamia nuts, they come into our shed and we de-husk them through our machinery and then they go through the sorting table and that's usually my job to check for any nuts that have been nibbled on by rats, any that have been spending too much time out on the ground, any of them that are too small, any defects and take them out and then we sell them in their shell to a processor. So it's been a huge learning curve, as I've said, and figuring out how best to pest control in the most natural way possible, uh, to understand the importance of, of course, bees to our environment. Bees are incredibly important to every environment, but we obviously need them to pollinate our trees. So to look after our bees and to figure out how the whole ecosystem around the farm contributes to the quality of the nuts. So I've loved the learning process and the learning process continues. If loving a crop is part of what's required to farm it, then Gian Rooney is well on track. She talks about her long-standing love of macadamias. I loved macadamias before we even knew about the farm and have always kind of had them as part of my diet but haven't thought too much about them. Now, macadamias are a part of my everyday intake in some way, shape or form. Uh, I am an alternate milk drinker. I have been all of my life. And so I now have macadamia milk on my cereal. I have macadamias in my muesli. And 
macadamia milk in my coffee. I use macadamia oil when I'm cooking. I add the raw nuts to salads and smoothies. <laughs> I use the nuts in a, uh, a frying capacity or in a chopped capacity in most of my dishes. So all of a sudden I've become completely macadamia obsessed and that's because I understand how good they are for you. They are so nutritious, but they're also incredibly delicious in the fact that they're naturally creamy and buttery. And so they're not offensive or overpowering to any of the dishes that you add them to. So if I was a fan of them before, I'm definitely a nutty nut farmer who loves Maccas now. <laughs> Farmers can be pretty isolated and it's often hard to share knowledge and get support. What kind of resources are on hand for beginning macadamia farmers? There is a macadamia community and I love the growing community uh, that is here in Australia. We've connected with quite a few fellow uh, growers or farmers in our little area and almost created a community of itself in the fact that it, it's a relatively new farming pursuit uh, in Australia. The probably macadamia society has only been around for 50 or 60 years. And uh, given that they are grown naturally and in two major growing areas in Australia, which is the northern uh, New South Wales and then southeast Queensland up to around Gympie um, and inland of around Bundaberg. And so we've found our little community is a gorgeous growing community and we swap stories, we share what works, what's not working, uh, plans to be, uh, how to be innovative in the industry, but also make sure that you are preparing your trees for whatever mother nature throws at them. So I feel like we've gained a lot of knowledge from those that have been here before us, but we're also sharing our learnings as we go along. Hawaii used to be one of the largest uh, growing communities in the world and every single tree in Hawaii can be traced back to seedlings that came from one tree in southeast Queensland. So amazing. But there are quite a few varieties and they've adapted to different growing conditions. Um, and as I said, we've seen, uh, uh, like everything, a diverse farm and diverse plantings uh, is a better producing farm because we've definitely seen in the few short years that we've been here how some trees are more resilient to wet conditions. And now we're looking at some of our other trees who are thriving in the drier conditions. So quite a few varieties and uh, quite a few different ways of how they grow and thrive. It's a huge leap. Dive from swimming to farming. Have there been any lessons that Gian has been able to take from her first career into her current pursuit as a farmer? I am so grateful for my swimming career. I was part of the Australian swim team from the age of 15 to when I retired at 23. And it was all encompassing and completely full on. And so I'm very grateful for it, but I don't miss it. The wonderful thing that I've had in my life, however, is there are so many parallels between business and elite sport that I've been able to draw on and lessons learned, not only about myself, but what, uh, Lessons that I've, I've learned, I guess, that are, as I said, parallels between the two. Whereas farming is a whole new 
beast. Farming is, and this is where I feel so connected now and so proud of our Australian farmers and what they go through, where we're very fortunate in the fact that farming is a, a almost a bonus income for us. My husband has a full-time job, I have a full-time job, and we farm as well, whereas for many Australian farmers, this is their livelihood, this is their income stream. And I have really noticed and now understand that it does not matter with farming how hard you work, how passionate you are about what you farm, how innovative you are, how clever you are, how much work goes into producing the best quality products you can. Quite often, Mother Nature has plans all of her own. Uh, that you cannot plan for and that are completely out of your control. Also, in terms of commodity prices and what what you are growing and what that um, the market is paying for your produce at the time is completely out of your control. Export markets, um, domestic markets, all of those things. So, with swimming, I felt that I could control my own destiny to a certain point. I felt like, oh, the quote that I had on the back of my bathroom door was, the harder I work, the luckier I get. So, I felt like what I put into it, I got out of it. Whereas farming, all of a sudden, as I said, you really have to love it and expect a roller coaster and know that there are going to be good times and there are going to be times that aren't so good that you've got to find a way through. Gian is a city girl living in the country. She's using her awareness of both environments as an opportunity to build bridges between urban and rural Australians. This is one of the things I love most about our move to the country. I feel like I get the best of both worlds. I work in the cities. I travel most weeks to Sydney, Melbourne or Brisbane. And so I work in the cities and I live in the country and I live in this rural community that I adore. And I love hopefully trying to be the conduit between the two because the understanding I think of where food comes from, how it is produced, is it sustainable, the whole low food miles, paddock to plate, all of that plays such an important part in not only how we consume our goods or how we should consume our goods, but also our health. I'm a huge advocate for health. Health has always been such a big, important part of my life, of course, as an elite athlete, but following on from that as well. And so where our food comes from and how it is produced and the quality of the food, as I said, is of utmost importance for me. So that's something I'm trying to, I guess, um, join the dots between uh, the city and the country and try and encourage people wherever they possibly can. If you can buy Australian made and Australian produced, Australian grown, please do it because not only is it better for our Aussie farmers and better for our planet, but it's better for us as well. No one watches climate more closely than farmers. Gian is now observing the weather and its impacts with a keen eye and new awareness. I was always very aware of, of climate changes and I can see it just myself. I grew up in southeast Queensland and how the weather has changed from almost being so incredibly consistent. You could, you know, you knew the seasons, you knew what happened at what time of year to not having that consistency anymore. But we definitely feel it on the farm. Very, very aware. As I said, we had 4.7 metres of rain last year in our area, with which usually is a 
yearly annual rainfall of 1.2 metres, so <laughs> a huge increase. Yet this year we are turning around and seeing uh, bushfires already in the season. We're seeing much drier conditions. We didn't have the winter rains that we are used to. And so I noticed the climate in a much more minute detail than I ever did before. And it also shows in our trees. It shows in the quality of the nuts that we're producing. And you can see how some varieties are cope better with the wet than others and you now see this year with the dry conditions how other varieties have more flower on the trees at this time of year than they have had for the previous two years. So I very much feel that our rural communities and our farmers in general are watching climate change happen in front of them. Rural life has been a huge learning curve for Gian about farming in general and macadamias in particular. There's always more to learn and definitely always a job to do. It's shown me that, as I said, I knew nothing about farming when I before I met Sam. My husband knew nothing about farming. I was a city girl, had no idea about most things in that world. I have loved learning about the farm. I was a city girl. I knew nothing about farming. Until I met my husband, Sam, I was very naive about how the whole farming world worked. And I've loved learning about his world. I get to educate him about my world and he educates me about his world. And with the Macca Farm, we've almost learnt and grown together. So, it feels like it's a great joining of our skill sets. For me, probably what I bring to the table is the fact that you 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 still do get out of it what you put in. We work incredibly hard. We don't really have weekends off. There are always things that we can be doing to improve our, our tree's health and our the health of our farm, and we relish that. So I think just like swimming, I say that it's not it was never a job, it's a it's your whole life because it's all encompassing. Farming is very similar in the fact that farming You farm because you love the lifestyle. You grow because you love what you produce. And I feel that there's a synergy there, but I feel so much more fortunate that, you know, it's very cliched, but you reap what you sow. (laughs) Uh, I feel that, you know, every morning I wake up and I live in this beautiful part of the world that is contributing to the environment around us. Farmers, including Gian Rooney, deal with geopolitical pressures, economic challenges and the vagaries of weather. But Gian has a mission when it comes to macadamias and their place in Australian shopping baskets and diets. And so we know we've got another tough year in front of us next year. Uh, We do have faith that it will pick up because they are such an incredible Um, as I said, incredibly nutritious nut and the rest of the world do love them. But it's just like everything. We've been hit with, um, you know, a global pandemic and um, conflict zones overseas and things like that. So the export market has taken a big hit. Whereas, uh, yes, we're here in Australia. I think we've always known about how good macadamia nuts are, but we just haven't really had the push to include them in our daily diets. What I love more than anything is the ability to be able to talk and connect with people about why um, our health is important to us and what we consume is important to us. For me, uh, we need Australians to eat more macadamia nuts. I'm on a mission to 
grow the population who eat Maccas on a daily basis. As I've said, not only are they incredibly good for you, they are delicious as well. And from an Aussie growing farming point of view, we need Aussies to eat more maca nuts. Uh, when we first bought the farm, our producer was paying us $6 a kilo. Uh, this year is $1.70 and that is because our export markets haven't been as strong, so we're relying on our domestic markets more than ever before. And so to support Australian grown, Australian farmers um, and a very nutritious, delicious nut, please eat some more maccas. <laughs> Elite athletes know they'll have a lot of living to do once their competitive sporting career is over. Gian Rooney's journey from gold medal winning swimmer to macadamia farmer is one she never would have predicted, but it's a life she's building intentionally and with a strong sense of purpose. This is The Producers, a Deep in the Weeds production. I'm Danny Fallant. Stay tuned as we talk to some of Australia's best farmers, makers and growers. Follow us on Instagram at Producers Podcast or contact us via deepintheweeds.com.au.